108. I kind of yeah. hear an accent. Oh, oh I, I do. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the accent's oh, there. <laughs> Welcome to the Living Wild Podcast. You're here to talk about real foods, real ingredients, and you're going to talk about it with real people. Your hosts, Marcy and Jamie, take it away. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Living Wild Podcast. I'm your host, Marcy Marbet. I am a former reporter who took my love for making content and health and nutrition into this amazing field. Today, our guest is Mr. Cody Myler. But first, I'm going to hand it off to the other co-host, Jamie. Hey guys, I am Jamie Stuckert, a part of the Wild Foods team and co-host to the Wild Foods podcast. I work alongside my brother Colin and help manage all things social marketing content and wild relationships. My background is in figure skating with 20 years of experience. Health and wellness is my number one priority in this life and I hope to share my journey with you all but also to shed light on all the wrong things in the food industry. We are so excited because yes, like we, we are. Said, we have Mr. Fit Keto Cowboy in the house. There you go. There you hey, go. What's going on? So good to have you. <laughs> yes. Tell us about yourself. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Long story. I'm, I, I'm actually one of the older guys in the group, believe it or not. I'm almost 40 years old. So. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> on. You call that old? Yeah. You are like, not old. Okay. Everybody, That's silly. Everybody I meet around, they're all still in their 20s. I'm like, man. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you on that. I always feel like the old one. I'm 31. Yeah. <laughs> See? No, originally, I'm from a small, very small town outside of Springfield, Missouri. Graduated with about 50 people in my class. I played D1 college back basketball. And then from there, I was a college basketball coach for three years, also a strength conditioning coach for two years at Jacksonville College in East Texas. From that point, 2007, after I left coaching, I moved to Dallas, really didn't have a a true plan. I I knew during that time when I was at Jacksonville, they wanted me to get my strength conditioning, you know, certification through CSCS. And then I have my all the NESM, PES and all that, all Mm -hmm. that good stuff. I was like, well, what am I going to do? I want to kind of stick with sports in a way. So I just thought I'll become a trainer. That time I was 26, 27 years old, moved to Dallas, bounced around, took a few interviews. I liked this one gym, 24 hour fitness. It was, yeah. the, it was the magic Johnson one. So that, oh. that kind of uh, intrigued me a little cool. bit. I was like, okay, Magic Johnson, a little bit of basketball. Yeah. And they, yeah. they were sponsored by the Olympics and stuff. I was like, all right, that's cool. My idea of what personal training was, wasn't what I had. I kind of thought that I could go there, they would hire me and they would just give me people and I'm just going to work them out, give them the best results they could. It was totally like being a car salesman, mm-hmm. cold calling, yeah. hounding people on the floor and all that stuff. I was good at it. I was number one in Texas and Georgia, but <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it was. And even if I was $3,000 higher than everybody every month, they're like, Cody, you got to do more next yeah. month. Yeah. It's like, really? So I stayed there for eight months, ended up from going just a regular trainer to the fitness personal training general manager and stuff. I ended up leaving. I had a client that was an MMA, amateur MMA fighter, and he owned a business in Deep Ellum in Dallas. And he's like, Cody, you got to get out of here. And I was like, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and he said, I got a spot up above my business. I'll just let you have that for free if you just train me. And I was like, oh, wow. Perfect. So I kind of started planting the seeds with my clients, letting them know, hey, I'm about to make this move. 
I tell you what, the space that I had is probably about three quarters of what this really? is. Really? Right it's here. a real small. <laughs> I quit 24 and I took a part-time job at Dick's Sporting Goods in the fitness department. So that way I could get a discount on equipment. Started doing that. And then it, it also led into a little bit more because that was about November of 2007. November of 2007. Not only was I getting discount equipment, but then I would meet these people that were coming in to buy like ellipticals or treadmills yeah. for Christmas and stuff. I would kind of talk to them and be like, you know, that thing's just going to end up being like a clothes hanger or something. Yeah. Like that. You're not going to use that. Right. Why don't you why don't you go learn something? So eventually I flipped some clients out of that job at Dick's Sporting Goods. There I left go. I left that job January 7, 2008. So I only stayed there for like a month and a half to get the equipment and then boom, I was out. I started Myler Fitness private personal training. Later on, added the boot camps. I was having about 40 people in my boot camps. Wow. Stayed there for a couple years in that spot. Another gym opened up called Psycho Gym and it was about 4,000 square foot gym and basically what they are, think of CrossFit but take all the Olympic lifts, take the bars out and replace it with kettlebells. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It's a really cool concept. Ex-crossfitter here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, cool, my brother cool. owned a CrossFit gym in Florida for a long time. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's how they ran, but they had a small location in Addison and then they were open up that one literally like across the street from where I was at. And they said, Hey Cody, we know that you've got this locked down. Why don't we do a little partnership? I'll let you have 600 square foot in our building. You run your own personal training studio. Help us kind of manage and run this and mm -hmm. we'll let you have it. Here we go. Let's do it again. Yeah. Stayed there for about a year and a half, but then it got to that point where I don't want to, you know, make bad business or anything. And I was growing, they were growing and it was just, it was the right time for us to say, Hey, we need to just, I don't want bad blood, anything. Mm -hmm. So let me go get my own spot. So I got a 1200 square foot place, stayed there for two years. And then this college, technical college called ATI, called me up and they said, Hey, looked around and we see you have your master's degree and you have all the certifications through NESM and we teach the NESM certification at the school called ATI. We'd like to interview you and see if you'd be somebody that would be interested in teaching this program. What's funny is I remember when I was, when I got hired at 24 hour, they made us go through this 24 hour certification course in a way. The lady that was teaching it I was sitting next to my buddy that now owns a gym in Allen. I told him, I was like, man, I want her job because she was teaching the NESM stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, I want her job. Well, come find out like five years later, I ended up getting her job. So I had mm -hmm. the, you know, my own training studio and the boot camps going on. I would go to ATI, teach four hours, lecture, PowerPoint, put them through workouts, show them the stuff they need to do. And then pretty much from one to the rest of the day, I'd be at my studio. Then it got to the point where I was like, okay, ATI got in a little bit of trouble and they had to shut down. Wow. I knew that was coming. So I called NESM up. I said, hey, listen, I've been teaching you guys a program now for about a year and a half. My master's in education, physical education, all that stuff. And what would it take for me to open up my own school? Wow. We talked it through, figured it out. And in 2012, that's when I opened my own NESM school. At that point, my idea was I wanted to get a bigger place, probably about 3,500 to 4,000 square foot where a couple trainers could rent. I could have a classroom, you know, that type of deal. Well, looking around Dallas and property, and we actually ended up finding this one place that was an old gym back in the day. And it was too good of a price to pass up, but it was way bigger than what I needed. My wife and I, we just kind of talked about it a little bit and said, let's just open up a real gym. 
I wanted to take my name off of it and make it something that's more sellable and commercial. Like I didn't want to just have Myler Fitness later on down the road for branding. So we ended up coming up with Next Rep Fitness. If you see the logo, it looks like a big, crazy Batman M. And mm-hmm. so most people don't know that's an M. So at least I know what that is yeah. on Next Rep Fitness. So in 2012, we opened that. That was about 4,000 square foot. Stayed there for two years. And then 2016, we moved to 9,000 square foot facility. Wow. I mean, it's a real deal gym. It's open 24-7. Everybody, we've got the CrossFit side. We've got the bodybuilding side. We've got just the everyday person. And then I still have the school going on. I've got at least 70... 70 plus trainers in Dallas that's gone through my program. That's the long story short on the fitness and how I got into fitness and owning a gym and all that. Right. So where does keto come into this? So where keto- That's what we're all waiting for. And where did you come up with the name Fit Keto Cowboy? All right. right. (laughs) So keto came into this. (laughs) I always feel bad, but I always got to say my wife's mother and, and her husband, they would always be around the house and they would say, oh, I'm in ketosis. I'm in ketosis. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm in ketosis. I heard, you know, I, I remember in school hearing, you know, the word ketosis mm-hmm. and all that. Now, this is 2014, somewhere in there that I'm Before hearing. the wave came? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is this is right around that time. Maybe even 2013 now that I think about it. Actually, it was. It was 2013. And so I'm watching the foods that they're eating and I didn't agree with it. You're not sure. No, I don't like it. So I really, I started hearing keto through his mouth and all that. And so I I just wrote it off. In 2014, when LeBron James left Miami to go to Cleveland, Mm -hmm. his trainer put LeBron and Carmelo on a ketogenic slash paleo meal plan that summer. And I got to read the study on that. And I'm in a lot of groups, you know, for me being a college coach and basketball Mm -hmm. is like my love. So started talking to more people and I saw that plan and what he did with them. I was like, now this makes sense. Yeah. This I can get on board with. Yeah. So I studied from 2014 to 2016, really didn't talk to a lot of people about it, just really honing in on it because it really got me interested. And I knew it was going to be something that was against the grain with most Mm -hmm. people in the fitness industry. In 2016, that's when I started to put clients on it. And really started coaching them more on it. And I started talking to more doctors and meeting with them in Dallas, just really trying to, to educate myself mm-hmm. on, on keto. From 2016 up until, I mean, just a few months ago, I've been coaching keto all this time, but I've never really come out on. on Coined the it, term. It, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I never went on social media and said, hey, I'm a keto coach. Oh, okay. And that's this whole time. I mean, 2016, even that's when I kind of learned about Logan Goody Beats mm-hmm. and I started watching his stuff. And, you know, I was interested, but it never hit me to think about. Yeah, get on YouTube. Do, yeah. Do page. I just, again, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> right? So <laughs> it wasn't just social media hit that first. I just worried about my people that were in front of me and that's it. So then things get rolling and then I needed to kind of separate my own personal training. And I work with NFL guys. I work with NBA players and stuff. So some of those guys, they still want to stick more on the paleo side, yeah. and, you know, not so much keto. And then some of them do, but I was starting to get this separation because I was so keto with mm-hmm. everybody that- I was kind of losing some people and that I wouldn't get to train with and stuff because they felt that I wouldn't have any flexibility. Okay, if you don't want to do keto, it's okay, you know, but that was always my first approach for the most part was, hey, let's try this first. If it doesn't work, now let's make the Mm -hmm. adjustments. I started Myler Flex just to separate my own personal training business from Next Rep Fitness. Had that going, did that for years, then started the Myler Flex podcast. And then about two months ago, that's when I made the decision. I was like, okay. To go full keto. Well, just I need 
needed another outlet or I just more to, branded to, yeah. more branding to where now I started the fit keto cowboy mm-hmm. and now there I don't feel so yeah. cramped and like yeah. I can finally talk about keto yeah. and, right. and the people that want to listen to it are going to listen yeah. and then the people that are more my sports people and you know that type of deal that want to listen on my Myler Flex they'll listen there I so. love that like just being true to your message no matter what your audience is because yeah. like whatever your message is there's going to be an audience for mm-hmm. that even if it's small or large it's important to say what you need to say yeah you yeah. know absolutely absolutely yeah, and, and and again you know keto may not work for you you know it may not work for what the goal is that you're trying to do or maybe it's a variation of it mm-hmm. and so that's all i just wanted to make sure that i had that separation now where the fit keto cowboy comes into play mm-hmm. again i grew up in small town for the missouri yeah mm-hmm. i kind of hear an accent Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the accent's there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, 140 acre farm. That's cool. Wide open spaces. Yeah. Limousine cattle, horses, donkeys, chickens, all that stuff. I love that. But my dad, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. My dad back in in the 80s started Myler Bits. It's the number one horse bit in the world. Oh, cool. And then my sister, she shows, she AQHA. What kind of horses? Champion. Quarter horses. Okay. Yeah. She used to do all that. I ride horses, I ride Arabians. So, oh, okay. Arabians. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, she was always cool. at winning all the AQHA championships cool. and just yeah. all that stuff. And now she's in, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's a totally different style. I forget what it's called right now, but she actually enjoys it a lot more. But she was doing raining and all yeah, that stuff. Raining's um, fun. But uh, Myler Bits, like I totally used those a oh, lot. So, oh, yeah. that's so yeah, funny. That's that, yeah. yeah, that's my, that's my dad's company. Oh, wow. Very cool. Yeah. You know, and I've always had that little side of me, you know, in basketball, I have this city that, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Rap side, but then people that really know me know I love Jason Aldean. That's my yeah. that's my guy. They know the cowboy. <laughs> you know, they know the cowboy me. So I got my boots. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, I want to feel free about talking about keto. I want to be free about who I am. As a, you know, I got the countryside in me. So Fit yeah. Keto Cowboy came in. Love that's, it. That's how we started. I actually really like that name. It's fun. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. Um, you've got something exciting also that you're introducing. I do. I'm really that we are going to this. take part in right now. We're gonna yes. taste test. Yes. 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 Can you want to share a little bit about your new little baby here? Yeah, Jesse over Visionary Foods. I also kind of explain how this even yes. came about because I started NACA. I don't know if you guys have gotten wind of this yet. Mm-mm. So I started NACA, the National Athletic Keto Association. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. So this is the first ever keto-only bodybuilding and CrossFit show. That's really cool. It's going to be huh. held at my gym October 12th. Wow. This is a deal where, I mean, everything's on my dime. It's going to be 100% free for the vendors to be there, 100% free for the athletes to compete. Hmm. This is how passionate I am about keto. And so I started it. We started doing the research and everything. What we're going to do, you know, people have asked, well, how do you know? that you're keto how do you know you're in ketosis so what every athlete has to do starting i think it's august 12th if i remember right mm-hmm. maybe a little earlier than that but anyways it's eight weeks out before the show every monday every athlete has to go on instagram live and they have to use either a keto coach or a keto mojo and they have to prick their finger yeah and they have to be at least a 0.5 or higher oh, wow. with their blood ketones if they aren't on the fifth week you don't compete Mm, so yeah. that's how we're trying to keep people accountable. It's a like bodybuilding that. competition or an actual like workout competition. No, it's, it's a, it's a competition. So have you ever been to like Europa or an Arnold or anything yeah. like that? So you know how like they got the bodybuilding show going mm-hmm. on and then they might have powerlifting over here yeah. and CrossFit. So you're going to have like it's multiple like things. It, it's like that. So that's cool. 
ideally I want to bring powerlifting too, but yeah. I just don't have all the equipment. The, the, yeah. well, I have the equipment, but those guys are a little more picky about yes. what they want. Yeah. So hopefully next year we bring that on. But it's going to be, you know, bodybuilding, men's, women's, and then NACA Fit, which is going to be kind of like the CrossFit competition. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's October 12th. So exciting. You guys need to be there. You guys need to have oh a booth set gosh, up. Oh my gosh. I know. All right. Cool. Cool. So you have the keto protein post-workout snack muscle cookie deal. Yeah. So Jesse, she heard about NACA. She wanted to compete in it. And then we started talking more. And then she said, you know what? After her and I talking and seeing the Fit Keto Cowboy, she's like, we need to collaborate. Yeah. And so she said, what's your favorite cookie or cereal? Because they make all that. Yeah. And I said, you know, I like chocolate chip. I like this. But honestly, I don't want to do any of that. Really? Because there's... Hundreds of keto there cookies. Are. There's yep. there's all this stuff, right? I said I want something because my whole place in the keto sphere, what I'm trying to create, there's millions of people that started keto and they found health. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when they walk in the door, you wouldn't think they ever worked out. Right. So I'm trying to take those people that are now healthy. Yeah, and get and them to work fit. out. Yeah, I like make, that. Make them fit. So when they walk in the That's door, good. people look like I'm not saying you gotta be Arnold. Of yeah, course. But Let's say you wanted to translate over to fitness as well. Exactly. So I said, I want to develop a cookie that is truly for fitness, for workouts. Right after your workout, you can eat. And that's a true keto that has the good fats, the good proteins. So yeah, we developed the uh, cowboy muscle cookie. It's a 19 grams protein, 19 grams of fat, two net carbs, has MCTs in it, it, has collagen in it. That's it. I love it. I'm going to take a piece now. It's kind of like, like a scone almost. It's oh soft and, and a little bit more <gasps> dense. Ooh. My turn. Yeah, I want like both these. <laughs> I want. All right, let's go for it. Yeah. Taste test. Go for it. Taste it. Mmm. Mmm. It is really soft. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. What's the flour in it? She uses almond flour. Mm, it's so good. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's just, wow. She sent me two or three different samples. The and first chocolate one. Chocolate chips? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They're the, the really dark with zero lechin and stuff it's like really that. really good. She sent me these one samples and I'm not a coconut guy. I actually hate coconut. <laughs> I love coconut. Yeah. I love coconut too. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the and, and that one was more of like a real cookie, a little bit flatter and, and harder, and but I could taste the flakes in it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ah, no, that's not me. Did this one, and this one actually has coconut in it, but you can't tell. Yeah. It's really fine. I really like it, and I'm hoping to get my hands on some. So let me know when <laughs> yeah. those are out. Well, sure. she, you know what? I was like, she finally handed this to me, final wow. product last night at, oh my at God. Goody's event. Crazy. And I said, how many did you bring for uh, KetoCon? And she's like 50. I said, oh, shit, girl, my oh, people no. are just going to buy that alone. I yes. was like, we're going to have to make a lot more than oh, this. Oh, my gosh. I feel lucky to have gotten a taste. I know. You guys are actually the first. Yeah, I got my little taste a couple weeks ago. So yeah, you yeah, got to do some, the first. some serious taste testing on this for yeah. all your people. So when is it actually going to be live where we can order it on your site or their site? It should site? be after KetoCon's done that she's going to nail down and start making them all. Yeah. What's yeah. the website that we can order them at? Visionaryfoods.com. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. We were talking the other day, I don't know if they'll be able to do it. She has her Negrola on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. It's a keto granola? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, and she's got just like a keto chocolate chip cookie too. Yeah. But like I said, I wanted to have yeah, the you gotta have the, the, the cowboy muscle cookie. Yeah, yeah, you gotta right. have that muscle cookie. <laughs> so yeah, that's love the, it. That's where we're at. Well, thanks so much for coming on. So before we finish off, where can everyone find you? What are your social handles? Are you on YouTube? Yeah. Where, where are you at? So. My biggest handles and stuff are Myler Flex, and then I got the the YouTube channel Myler Flex and Podcast. But I now have the at Fit Keto Cowboy, yeah, on, on Instagram. Instagram as well, and I am 
starting. I just like started the page, but we, I don't have any videos on there. We're going to have a Fit Kill Cowboy YouTube channel. Good, right? good. So that's why I have the camera. Yeah. We're going to be vlogging. A yeah, lot you got to start stuff. pumping out some content. I He's got the setup. I yeah. mean, I wish got you guys could see it. it looks, it's a really cool setup. When did yeah. you start the keto Instagram? Just a couple months ago. Really? But, but so on uh, Myler Flex, I was talking about keto. I was oh. mixing it in for the last four or five years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So uh, there's a lot of people that are keto that were following me there. Sometimes I'd lose them because I'd talk about other diets and yeah. other ways of training, you know, that type of deal. So that's why I said, okay, Fit Keto yeah. Cowboy, all you people come over here. And real quick, if I am someone in the Dallas area and I want to get fit, Learn how to be better in the gym and be mm -hmm. keto and all this stuff. Do you do one on one? Absolutely. So yeah. you do one on one. You have the gym. Mm -hmm. I do online training. I, cool. I, I train. I've been an online coach for six years. Okay. You know, in 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 the last few months now, a lot more people are going to me for the keto stuff. Yeah, and, and that's the diet awesome. And everything, but I'm kind of a one stop shop. Uh, do it all. Yeah. You know. Well, that's awesome. And you have yeah. a lot of experience, especially with your basketball background. I'm mm -hmm. a figure skater. I've been mm -hmm. skating for 20 years. Yeah, so. I saw you on your inline skates. Oh, in the grocery yeah. Store I just got the thing. inline skates, <laughs> snuck into Whole Foods when no one was looking. It was a rush for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Well, we're so excited. And we're also going to see Cody at KetoCon. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm going to be at the Visionary that. Foods booth cool. and I'm going to be at the Strong Coffee Company booth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be actually Adam and I are going to film a workout tomorrow and then That's i have epic. Him, my podcast yeah yeah and so what's your podcast uh myler flex. myler okay yeah, the myler flex podcast spotify itunes google play all that good stuff yeah mm -hmm. he's got the strong the coffee company he was at paleo fx they had a big booth there mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and what's is he a crossfitter too he does some crossfit yeah like yeah. kind of a variation of it or yeah yeah because he they lived in california they just moved here they moved here yeah wow yeah, he, he, the, the coffee is actually made in dallas and he lives here now mm. Oh, that's so mm -hmm. cool. Everyone's yeah. moving to Austin. When are you moving? Uh, <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want. Even just driving over here to go yep. meet the, the Keto Hulk for the workout. I was like, God, I got to spend like a month here because there's so, there's so many much. cool things. Yeah. You know? I love Dallas and all, but Austin's probably more my vibe. Yeah. You know? Austin hey, is I, so cool. I tell you, I got to give it up to you guys, though, here in Austin, as far as in the Keto community and stuff. On, I mean, you guys work with Logan and, and mm -hmm. both, both Logans. Both Delgado Logans, yeah. And, Have and, you seen Logan Sneed yet? I haven't seen him yet, you know, but I definitely work with him, you know. But all you guys interact and mingle and do oh, videos. Yeah. It's a tight-knit community, it's, it is. for sure. And yeah. I'm trying to create that in Dallas. Totally, so, and you like, should. Like, there's Keto Goddess Mama, Zone Halo, Sean Wells, with you guys might know him. He's He's been a keto, he's a keto scientist for 20 years. Wow. He's at Telos. I had him on the podcast last night. But he was he, doing it way before everyone way ca caught before. on. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the guy, he had the tumors and all that Jeez. stuff, too, and it's changed his life, and he's a biochemist and all that stuff. So, But yeah, okay. I, I told him last night, I was like, dude, we need to create more of that Dallas keto scene like they got here in Austin. Of course. You know? sure. You'll be doing that and we're excited to watch that whole thing unravel and yes. we'll be yeah. sitting in the stands. <laughs> well, thank you again for coming. Yes, Absolutely. thank you thank so you much. It's been on. awesome. Yes. It's been awesome to hear your story, you know. Yeah. Every time I turn around, they're like, we got this guest and that guest and I don't, you know, typically I don't know much about everyone, but I love like sitting down and just hearing stories. You just never expect things from people yeah. you know you just don't know yeah, yeah and it's awesome to hear everyone's background and all the amazing things they've done and continue to do yeah so we'll see you guys next time yeah thanks guys bye this is just a quick reminder that the members of the living wild podcast team are not 
medical professionals. They are not doctors. They are not nutritionists or dietitians. They are here to provide entertainment for you and give you a perspective on their thoughts and their feelings. So please, before making any radical changes in your diet, do your own research and also consult a licensed medical professional and stay wild.